Welcome to Lost in Translation, the greatest podcast ever. I'm your host, Matt Raman. Remember to email me at the Lost in Translation Podcast at gmail.com. Let me know how I'm doing, how well I'm doing, how fucking entertaining I'm being. That's right. Today I have a guest, a co-host, a man from my past, from high school, actually. High school is right. A part of the OG Moss. You can introduce yourself. Anthony, hello, everybody. There you go. It's the big A, the big A. So, Anthony, why haven't you contacted me in this many years? I just don't like you that much. Nah, nah, nah. (laughs) We all get busy. It's fine. It's a part of life. We Actually, this is not the first time we're seeing each other. I saw you a few weeks ago. That is true. And then I invited you to our board game nights. But it's, you know, dude, it's actually, like, unfair. Like, having a girlfriend. Like, when you blew me off, I was like, (laughs) nah, that blew me off. I'm using very strong words, but... Um, shit happens. I totally get it. Like people invite me to things sometimes and I'm like, yeah, my girlfriend already made plans. Can't really bail on her. And I end up do bailing on her a lot. (laughs) So, uh, babe, I love you. You're the, my muse. Um, yeah, dude, I'm happy to see you. I'm happy that you're on my podcast. Happy to be here. Dude, we might be even able to get the last M on here. No Mel. way. No, I'm are, just are kidding. I'm just, I don't know. I don't. I haven't she, talked to him in forever. Yeah, she definitely doesn't even know this podcast exists. Probably not. Yeah. I got to be honest. I only learned about this probably a few weeks week. ago. Yeah. I, we hung out. Yeah. yeah. I was probably doing it. horrible advertising, but it's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, also, I am on this podcast solely because I emailed the Lost in Translation podcast at gmail.com and I gave him really nice compliments. And that's oh, why yes. Me on here. yes. Actually, no. You were supposed to originally come on here, but. If you want to come on my podcast, I don't care. I'm not going to say I've never said no to anybody. I've said yes to everyone. You should say no to some people. Exclusivity is important. I mean, uh, there's yeah. some people that I'm that I that know not to ask me. So I guess <laughs> but then people are like, "Oh shit, maybe I'm one of those people." And now, yeah. listen, if if I've had a good time with you at any moment, I would love to interview you. But today I have my man, I almost said your last name cuz I'm so used to saying it. Please do not. I asked you very nicely not to. Yeah, so Anthony, that sounds so weird. You have, (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I give nicknames for everybody. Um, I wanted to talk to you about something you've been passionate about recently Mm -hmm. first, and that is. So I guess the best way I can describe it is learning to move again. Yeah. So you, the way to, the way to put it. So. Uh, I want you to introduce to me how you, you know, got into this, why you got into this. And I know you have a crazy backstory, mm-hmm. a man broken and then rebuilt. Now go on. <laughs> Unfortunately, very broken. Yeah. So I guess it probably started halfway through freshman year in college. Want to start hitting again? Um, what say happened? Again is uh, just kind of knee pain that just kind of built up slowly. It's like at first, you know, you're just kind of running, you're walking, whatever. And you just kind of like feel like a little, like just like a little uncomfortable. And you're just like, oh, okay, well, you know, just that's weird. Just rest up, ice it a little bit. Don't, mm-hmm. don't walk on it. And it just kind of, you know, got to the point where it grew progressively worse and you handle it in stupid ways. It's like, obviously, like you just kind of want it to go away. It'll be temporary. Most of the times things do work out like that a lot more when you're younger, as I learned. But, uh, it progressively got worse. Now, how did you get diagnosed? Like, what did you get diagnosed with? So that was actually one of the interesting parts of this is I went to like a special knee orthopedist. I went to back in high school when I got injured playing soccer, um, a knee injury. Do you remember so, his name? 
Uh, Actually, yeah. no, we can't but talk I about that. I do know his but... name, but I will not say it. All right, so this is, this is a guy from high school. You went to him. Yeah, and um, he literally specializes in this. That's, that is his thing. He's a specialized knee orthopedist, sports injury, whatever you want to call it. And he, I kind of came in there, and he's like, this, is, this problem is not something we normally hear from, like, you know, 19-year-old, decently, like, active yeah, very guys. active. It's like, this is something, this is a conversation I normally have with like a 60 year old man. And you play soccer, so. Yeah, soccer, ran a lot, probably too much. Mm-hmm. Um, you were varsity? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, let's Vars- just bring Vars- some Vars- things tra- up. Well, varsity soccer, but varsity track is a fake thing. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> you know what's funny is I never got a, a varsity anything, like jacket or anything for track, and I was the best. You were the thrower, right? Yeah, the yeah, best thrower. Just- Don't fucking say the. A thrower. I got it. First of all, the amount of points I got you single-handedly, and I can say this, because football kids, remember the kids that were fucking roided up? Uh, yeah, I can, I can say some names. Not going. To. Yeah, we're not gonna say the names, but they. they, they I would beat them. I would beat them, and you could suck my balls, because <laughs> those kids were on fucking TRT. Yeah, people go to watch the more entertaining events, and uh, I'd have to say that was probably not. Actually, no, throwing a javelin was pretty cool. What'd you do with discus? Right? You piece of shit. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm well, just kidding. it's not entertaining watching somebody run around a track four times either. Yeah. Which I didn't it, But it's entertaining way, to see. Which was fun. To was watch cool. a box like me. A box. A yeah. brick wall. A brick wall. somehow move a smaller brick. And by the way, very flexible. Some people don't see that. I don't understand that at all. Yeah. yeah. The shoulders. It's all in the shoulders. Too big. Too broad. But uh, yeah, so you you were running and you were doing track. All these events that were, you know, yeah, so putting pressure just, on your knee. I thought that was actually keeping me healthy in a way mm-hmm. so i was confused why is this happening and i go to this knee orthopedist and he's like it's like this is weird it's it's just probably some um some weird inflammation so he did an mri which is you know a kind of a annoying not annoying procedure you lay there but it's expensive so i was like i really wanted to fix this though so i went through with it and um, my dad supported me on that and it comes back, and I'm like really hoping he's just gonna tell me like, yeah, you, this this is wrong with you. You have to oh. do this surgery to fix. I was hoping he would give me an answer. Oh, just okay. dying for an answer, a reason for what what's going on. And he just says, no, there's there's nothing there. It just looks like some inflammation. So, what he did was he prescribed some heavy duty painkillers. Oh no. He's like, yeah, this will bring down. I won't say painkillers, but yeah, painkillers. A really strong anti-inflammatory. He said it was like 20, 25 times stronger than Advil. You take this. Damn. Like, uh, not, you don't pop a pill whenever it hurts. You, you take this kind of methodically. Uh, okay, every morning, so. every night, this time. That's when you have to do it. So I was like, okay. It was like, and then it'll get better. He's like, yeah, the inflammation will go down, and then everything will not be irritating more, and you'll be good to go. Wait, so I have a question. Um, yeah. What was the medication that you were given? I just know the, not the. I think it was called Etadolac. Okay. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Is there a street name for it or something? Like, No, it's just heavy-duty Advil, and um, you don't feel anything when you're on it. And oh, I, really? I noticed, yeah, because like, my dad was like, oh, can you help me outside again? You know, wheelbarrow, uh, landscaping. And we were talking about this. I think we built like a brick wall that year. And um, You built I a was, brick wall? It was like huge center blocks. It was like a nice-looking wall. It's cool. Really? That's pretty yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. My dad does all the, the do-it-yourself things. That's all he's about. It's fun. It's cool. It's nice seeing something you built. And I was, like, happy I could help him again. I like doing that stuff. I like staying active. And that was kind of one of the things that my dad and I always did together. Okay. So I'm out there helping, and I'm like, yeah, I don't feel any pain in my knees. He's like, yeah, you're good to go. I'm like, yeah, I can help. And 
I'm in school and then I just kind of notice like I start getting these headaches a bit more often and I would kind of think like oh if I you know that that pill always helped with the headaches or something so I couldn't wait till I had to take the pill later on the day and I'm just like this is not right and that's addiction <laughs> that is addiction <laughs> ladies and gentlemen so I was yeah. like all right I'm just not going to take this anymore the problem should probably be good by now and it came back and I went to talk to the doctor again he was confused Said the armor, I looked fine. He said I should probably just stay on him. And I was like, I don't know about that. Also, that's that. probably not good for your liver. Uh, probably not good for the liver. Yeah. yeah. I think that's exactly what he said. It was a little warning on the... the, the okay, cool. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, they do, dude, they, you know what doctors do? They just prescribe shit. And they're like, how badly do you want to get rid of that pain? It's like, oh, calm down. I don't know what... They yeah. say that. He did not say that at all. He was yeah. just like, this is what you're supposed to do. That's. Mm -hmm. I think that's what they teach him. And I'm not trying to insult... Modern medicine, anyway, does a lot of great things, but I'm gonna. I guess I'll talk about this a bit more. Muscular skeletal system, I don't trust it at all. Okay. Uh, but so I move on from that, and then the knee was hurting, and your body, in a way, starts to try to compensate in different ways. If okay. something hurts, you try to adjust to put less stress on it, put less pain, direct it someplace else. That was obviously the the other knee, and over time, you're just hammering that one way more than it used to be probably more so than it's ever seen or should see and now when that one starts to hurt too mm -hmm. and now it's just kind of a rapid effect it's just progressive um everything is connected sounds stupid but it's true and i just kind of noticed these problems getting worse and worse it started spreading to other areas too i remember commuting to the city for my first internship i would walk everywhere in new york city as much as i could because i it was really fun and i just noticed i started getting a pain in my lower back too it was like a sharp pinching pain knees would hurt when i go up the stairs and everything was just like this is just awful i couldn't deal with this so i tried going and you're like this. in your early 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 20s this is yeah as like the beginning of your 20s i was before this i think i remember like my routine freshman year dining hall i love dining halls everybody trashed on them they were amazing and buffet you just dude. have unlimited food whenever you want all day it was great so i probably ate like seven meals a day mm -hmm. and in between, I would probably like, you know, wake up, eat a meal, go to class, go to the gym, eat a meal, go to class, um, go for a run, eat a meal. Like, it was just great. I was like, probably best shape of my life. And then all of a sudden, this just started happening. And just like one problem after the other, just chain reaction started falling apart. Mm -hmm. And you kind of, I, I was still, I was extremely motivated. I just, I wanted to fix this. So I remember going to a physical therapist. And that was the first time that they started giving me a bit more insight as to why this might be happening. Hmm. They do some like simple tests, it's like try standing on one leg and bending down. And I do that and they're just like, no shit, this is hurting. You're not bending properly whatsoever. Your knee should go straight over. You're caving in one side or the other. You're weak. And I was just like stunned by that because I'm like, I never considered myself to be generally like, like, I don't think I'm like, you know, strong, but it's like, I did soccer. I ran all these things like that. And he's like, no, you just kind of built up this weakness over time. It's, like, it's like, especially in the leg region for someone like you, who's been doing these exactly. leg exercises. So it came as like a bit of a stun. I kind of didn't want to believe it at first, but okay. at this point you latch on to any sort of solution. If mm -hmm. anybody proposes anything that could possibly help, I was like instantly perked up. Oh, well, I've been there, dude. <laughs> A different way, but go on. <laughs> I don't know what's all about that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I remember I just would go to this period. It was in the same town where I went to school. Um, so I would just kind of go one or two days, uh, two nights a week after work because I was still doing my internship at the time. Mm -hmm. 
and I noticed some things were getting better. Some things were getting better, and some things I noticed were still getting worse, which was weird. But I remember I couldn't go to them anymore because I think school ended, going back home um, for a summer break. And I just tried to keep up with those things, but things just started to deteriorate again. And I didn't want to go back to physical therapist because I'll admit it was a bit more expensive than I wanted to. And I was just kind of putting all the money, a decent amount of money I was making into this. Um, not like it was like a you know paycheck to paycheck, but it was more than I wanted to pay. And I, I guess I wasn't that. Everybody has their, their line. Yeah. But I just remember these issues got worse again. Uh, the knees, the, the low back started hurting a lot. And it kind of came to the point later in school where... I just remember feeling this pop sitting down. It's just sitting just like this, like a regular oh, no. chair. And I was just like, what just happened? And I, I just couldn't move for that second without feeling pain in any way. I couldn't pick up a leg, shift my upper body in any way without feeling the sharp pinching pain in my lower back. And I just remember like, I, I just told my friend, I was like literally just sitting at like a table doing homework. And I told my roommate, I'm like, I can't stand up. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I just can't move. So I just kind of sat there for like an hour or something like that. I just kind of waited. I was just like kind of testing it, like shifting a little bit. And eventually I was able to stand up again. It was okay. And that happened again several times. Like randomly. It's just weird. Just a shift or pop something down in the lower back region. And I later kind of learned would be the hips, not the lower back. Mm-hmm. And I would just get thrown out of balance. Something would be not right. And there was a point in time where I rem- specifically remember, I think it was uh, um, job interviews were coming up at school. It was for internship interviews and I had to get to school and it was the morning of, and I am literally supporting myself with my arms on the countertop, making myself breakfast because I can't stand up without pain. Mm-hmm. I Jesus. could not do it. And I was literally considering, I was asking a roommate, would you split an Uber ride or Lyft ride with me to for the 10 minute walk to school? Just cause I don't think I can do it. And that breaks you down and more so than I thought. Cause I always really liked, I guess, physical activity in any way. It was like kind of my out, um, the way you deal with stress. I don't think I was that good at dealing with stress in college or high school for that matter. Things kind of build up schoolwork, life relationship, mm-hmm. anything like that. You just kind of look for that out. And it was always something physical. If it was working out, going for a run, playing any sport with any friend, love doing it. You drain yourself. You feel great. You go back to life. It was it was great. And once you lose that, you just I I, I don't know what I what I started. You to sink essentially, into. I feel like you got into this mindset of I'm crip. Like you, you feel like you lost the ability to do something. Like the like I feel like it's what you would imagine like losing a leg be like, I don't know, but I hate comparing it to that because every single time I thought about this is like it could be a lot worse mm-hmm. or somebody has it a lot worse and they figured it out, but yeah, you do get into that mindset and the word, and my my roommates always joke with this and they were great guys, really mm-hmm. nice friends, still great friends today. Mm-hmm. They were encouraging, but they made jokes. It's like, yeah, you're just oh he's broken. He's like, yeah. like, like, oh yeah, it's like, yeah. maybe like he'll make Glass. it to age thirty Mr. or Glass. something like that. But uh, they would say that a lot, and I would joke too, because like I knew it was kind of true at the time. I really couldn't do anything I like to do anymore. They would go out and do something, and they would just be like, "We'll see you later, right?" Did you, know? you gain weight in in this, uh, no. or did you even eat less because you're like depressed? 
Um, I definitely would say I probably have the tendency to do that, but my weight fluctuated throughout college because mm-hmm. whenever I was at school, if I was stressed or busy with class, I would tend to eat less. When I go home, I eat a lot more, work out consistently, live life the way I like to, but it was always hindered in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But weight wasn't, I, it was a bit of a concern, but for different reasons. Um, the thing is, I guess I just got into that mindset. I was, saying, I was like, you just kind of feel like you lost a part of what you, what you are, what mm-hmm. you really enjoy. And I kind of started falling. I just got, became irritable in most ways. And my dad pointed this out to me. It's like you're, you're falling into a slump. Like he kind of just noticed it that I was just kind of losing certain drive and I wanted to figure it out again. So I remember he, and this one was weird. He, he really suggested going to a chiropractor cause he had like, good luck with that at one time said like a chiropractor was amazing really helped him with an issue that he had it was lower back pain for him or upper back pain and he he swore by it and i was like okay i literally scheduled almost an emergency appointment it was that not an emergency appointment but it was like the day after i had those interviews and i literally couldn't stand up mm-hmm. i just called up and i said um to like a local uh, chiropractor in the area it's like when's the soonest i can come in like i need to come in okay and i went there and it the guy lay, lay, like lays it on a table, and it just seemed like black magic. Yeah. He just pops a couple things into place. He and just, then you were fine? I ask as many questions as I can whenever I'm in those situations because I want to learn what exactly is going wrong and how mm-hmm. I can do it once I no longer want to pay this guy. Yeah. So he's just kind of breezing over and just saying like, yeah, yeah, you just kind of do this. You, you rub a finger there. You just like kind of like really weird. It's like you dig your this knuckle into this muscle here and then – pop pop you're good and i'm like i'm good now he's like yeah yeah you're good uh just make sure that you schedule another appointment like a few days for another realignment and then also you'll probably be doing that for like every week and i'm like what it's like what what do you mean it's like also we did a test on you you have a sensitivity to peanuts or something like that based on the way that your shoulder reacted to me pushing get the fuck out of here and i'm just listening to this i'm like what is going on wait a minute wait a minute so the guy suggested you have a sensitivity (laughs) To peanuts based on your shoulder he movement? He lays you down and just kind of like raises your shoulder up and he just kind of starts like, he literally said, I remember like he pushes the shoulder down directly and when he's like sensitivity to strawberries or something like that. He's like, oh, your muscle reacted fine. Sensitivity to this, he pushes to the side. What the fuck? Sensitivity, he pulls my, he pushes my arm downwards and just drops. And I'm just like, you definitely pushed harder right there. And he just ignores the, he ignores the comment. I'm like, I saw you literally put your weight behind that one. Um, like every other one, he was just kind of like, you know, nonchalantly moving his arm that when he like pushed down and he's like sensitivity to peanuts you have a sensitivity to peanuts and i'm like as i i knew and like everything was telling me like this this is this is ridiculous but as i said he made me feel so much better that day i latched onto anything and i was like all right i'll run with this did he really make you so it does make you feel better instantly instantly you feel so great and I wanted to believe it was good, like, but normally in those cases, it's too good to be true, and it was, but I did. I, I, I bought sunflower butter. It was stupid expensive, tasted like crap compared to peanut butter, but I'm like, I'm just going to give this a shot, see if this guy's right, because I wanted to be. I went to him like another one or two times. He hated me asking questions, absolutely wanted me out of there mm-hmm. as quick as possible. I look at the rest of his clientele. It's a bunch of old ladies. Better just like, oh, oh no doctor this he's so magical his yeah. hands are great i'm like what is this this is a racket um 
I had way too much of a pessimistic view on it. Maybe more so than I should have, but I'm like, this is, this is just stupid. To speak on your like pessimistic view, I totally like when you're under, like when you're in pain, like let alone when's the last time you like hadn't had sleep, like sleep and like drove and like, I'd never have road rage, but if I don't fucking sleep, it's, it's fucking fair game, dude. If you die, it's your (laughs) fault. No, but I'm saying like the the thing is, is it's so crazy because you being injured in a moment where you need to be like as clear minded as possible to figure out what's wrong with your body. You you're angry. You're unreasonable. You're very desperate. Desperate is a very good word for it. Yeah. That's kind of what drove me to stick with the guy for as long as I did. How long? Two more sessions after the first one. Because every single time you walk, I remember leaving there and I was like skipping out the door. I was like, I feel like I can run right now. It was amazing. So there's something, but I feel like it's a very temporary. Exactly. Uh, Okay. If I learned one thing throughout the next, I guess that was uh, maybe a year and a half ago, that I don't want to shit on any chiropractor or anybody that really loves doing it because you do help people. And there are some people that really do need it. As my dad said, it worked for him really well, but it looks like something that is a temporary fix to a long-term problem okay it's the best way i can think of like putting that to words and that's exactly what it is if you have some sort of problem some sort of chronic issue that keeps on just reverting back to that no matter what you do it's not going to be a simple fix of just popping a couple joints back into place it's those muscles whatever it is that's causing it which is most likely muscle tightness and muscle weakness Mm -hmm. it's going to just slide those back out of place in a place and that's why okay. he asks you to come back in every week so he can push the joints back into place that, frankly, my body was way too weak to do itself. Okay. Yeah. But I moved on from that, and I got, I just remember, just bad spot, and I started getting this weird pain in my foot. Things just, type, they just keep on moving through the body because something hurts, and you start compensating with something else. Mm-hmm. And I had this weird, really sharp pain in my heel whenever I would, do anything which sucked yeah so i went to a doctor and he recommended me to a physical therapist which is annoying by the way you always have to do that i'd much rather go to a physical therapist instantly at this point but you always have to go to a doctor and get a referral for insurance purposes i think don't quote me on that. yeah i mean there, it's like two things it's like well they're the new thing i so i have like the same issue like i would go to my doctor i'm like hey yo dude i need help with like um let's say like nutrition for example that i've recently got a nutritionist to hook me up with weight loss shit because we're doing a weight loss challenge. Which is awesome. Congrats. Yeah. But um, and the guy would refer to me to this person who barely spoke English because he barely, like my doctor barely speaks English because my parents barely speak English. And like, hey, this guy is Middle Eastern. Trust him. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I think what you're supposed to do is you're, you have an insurance. Just literally put it into uh, like there's like this uh, ZocDoc, I think. My brother tells me to use that. And I see that's a problem is I nobody have no knows. Idea. Yeah. yeah. So you My put your expressions. So <laughs> you put your insurance into this uh, website and then it shows you a list of all the doctors who take your insurance no matter what. And it tells you how much you'd be paying and everything. So I guess that's nice. It's transparent, but seems a little I don't know why it's so convenient. I feel like it's sketchy, but no, the sketchy part is when your doctor is referring you. That's yeah. the inconvenience of you having to go to your doctor to go. That's everything adds up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Right, but it's a yeah. business. Medical. They, but they what I'm going towards is like, so yes, but you do go to a physical therapist. Yeah. To a physical therapist. 
and I start going to it and same exact kind of feeling I got the other physical therapist where um, they just kind of look at you a little differently in terms of trying to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's kind of that weird mentality, I guess, going to school as an engineer, you always, they, they really try to hit home problem solving in some way. And the best way I can describe physical therapist, it's like a problem solver, but with people's bodies, like mm-hmm. what hurts. And they loved me asking questions. They would, they would stay, I would go there right after work and I would stay there for an hour and a half longer than I was supposed to. It's supposed to be an hour of long session, pay flat rate for that day. And they would, that guy would stay late. I felt bad making him stay late. He, you know, he was like a, a family go on, but he said, whatever you want to ask, I'm here. This other guy's here as well. Ask questions. We'll work on it. And it was really nice because he starts working me through step by step. What exactly is most likely causing the problem? They can only speculate and they try and they see if it works. And if it does work, they continue. If it doesn't, they take a new approach to solve the problem. And I worked through that. I would stay there and you start feeling a little better over time, but this is not a quick fix. If I can emphasize that in any way, it's um, slow and arduous, but that's kind of how you know it's real. Nothing, I guess. Nothing you, that is worth, like, nothing worthwhile comes, like, uh, overnight. Exactly. It's, you, you can't just pop this back into place. You got to work. My buddy Mike, uh, before our workouts, we have to take 20 minutes just for him to do all these stretch exercises just so he can get his body ready for, like, an He's acclimated, ready to go, yeah. which is entirely recommended, so good for him. Mm-hmm. You should do that too. <laughs> yeah. I stretch in the morning now, but like not like I never do it before <laughs> workouts, but I like doing it in the morning because it genuinely like opens up my, I'm, I have like a fear of like my body failing at any moment, just like you had. Like if that was happening to me, dude, I'd be handling it a completely different way. I'd kill myself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, what I'm saying well, like, at that point. Yeah, yeah, no, I never will be. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, things were going really well mm-hmm. i was kind of learning new exercises new stretches kind of the way that they would um i guess say is like this is the most likely the clear path to solve. I mean, i say most likely all the time because they're not taking x-rays or mris of you all the time they're just trying to look at how your body's reacting to what they're telling you to do okay is the strengthening helping is that type of movement causing you pain anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um i started up school again so i was no longer able to go but I had this sort of regiment that I built from there and they told me, continue it. You are probably, they told me, it's like, you are the most inflexible person that we've ever had come in here for like these muscles. Like we've never seen this before. This is mind blowing. And that's what I would do every <laughs> single day would stretch that like continuously. And it got a lot better while I was there. And then continuing afterwards, I kind of built it into my routine every morning. As soon as I woke up, whatever time it was like six o'clock, and every night before I went to bed, no matter what time it was, I would do about an hour and a half of stretching and oh, wow. exercises every morning and every night. And it helped. And the pain started to subside a lot. And my roommates, they made fun of me for it, but eventually it was just kind of built in the routine. Like they expect them to see me out there. I'm taking up like... Yeah, one night they just come back, the bring someone, and, like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, it's Andy. He does his, yeah, it's his, his exercises. Nightly, like nightly stretching or yeah. like morning stretching, whatever it is. They would join in. I would just have like a Netflix show on in the background. I'm like, you know, it would be like midnight or something and I'm doing this. I'm like, somebody would just be hanging out with me. And like, it was nice. And um, I did that continuously and things 
like I started getting to the point where I no longer had to do it at night all the time. I would just do it in the morning. Like I felt myself getting better. I was like point where I, I couldn't even reach past my shins. I was like palms on the ground, touching my toes. Like it nice. Was, it was good. And I guess I kind of stopped most of that to this day. And the way I could describe is, uh, you learn more and more every single time you look into this, whenever something stops, working in the way that you think it should you look into it more and you try something new mm-hmm. and i guess that i can like really emphasize that for this entire process is i'm not doing anything that i probably was doing maybe that what is it six seven months ago mm-hmm. now and i think that's a good thing i think the more that you look into this stuff the more you learn you keep improving you yeah once you think you know enough you're in trouble and that's one of the quotes from some of the things that I started looking into online. And I'll be honest, it, the, like the entire social media market, whatever it is, it's like inundated with all these people that are just like, you know, uh, fitness uh, models or whatever. Yeah, fitness, literally ex- fit whatever, things, fit whatever, whatever your name is. Most of them are kind of bullshitty, but whatever, good for you. You're more successful than I am right now. Mm-hmm. But um, there are a couple of them that are like really legitimate nice people just trying to help people exactly in my situation. And I found a couple of things that people might've heard of is like squat university, really nice guy that goes through mostly squats as you can imagine. And just kind of like dissecting movements as of like a physical therapist standpoint, breaking down the anatomy of what you should actually be doing and why things are hurting. And he just like kind of puts like, you know, patient case studies on this person had this problem. This is what I thought. This is what we did. Here's the results. And he's really good. Another one is uh, something called Move You on Instagram, which was like started as a, I, when I first started looking at them, they were much smaller and they've blown up over time. And it's just a group of people that are just kind of like all came from medicine background in some way and recognized that it's just not the right solution for some things. And they put forth new ideas of just fixing your body purely through improving your own movements. Mm-hmm. moving you is there yeah it's like kind of a move you which makes total sense it's like your body is already um like your body it knows how to repair itself and my, one of my friends who came on i don't know if you listened to it was uh omer yes he was talking about how yeah i didn't want to get surgeries because like they don't know like when someone is getting to your bones they're pull, like pulling through muscle nerves your, your arm's getting fucked up in other ways just for your bones to like be realigned accordingly. Can't speak to it too much because I mm-hmm. know, and this is something I want to say again, I do not want to shit on anybody practicing modern medicine. Doctors are amazing. They do great things. Hopefully mm-hmm. they all have great intentions. Um, but yeah, sometimes the surgeries that they might recommend are worse for you in the long run. And it might be something that is avoidable if you just fix your own stuff. Yeah. And that's exactly what their philosophy is. Fix your shit. And the, one of the guys on the show that's, he's like the model for most of the exercises, incredibly fit, very good movement, mobility, flexibility. Um, he came from a background similar to something like mine, which is most of the people that are involved in this program do. And it's, um, he had the option to do surgery and he refused and he decided to try to fix himself just repeated by learning how to, do the most basic things again at the gym. I no longer try to lift heavy lift anything. I would still say I'm decently shaped, but I, you would see me in there and I would be doing some exercise and then 
you'd see me practicing how to walk on the side. Oh, Just really? Literally how you stand on the ground, how you plant with your foot, how you bend your knee, all that kind of builds into fixing this issue. And it's from the most basic, basic things and from the ground up. And I've been looking at this a lot and it's been extremely helpful. I never consider it kind of a done deal. I always find something new. Even this past week, I've probably changed how I look at something or just try something new constantly to try to help make this better. And it works. Um, I recently went on um, a trip after I graduated right before I started my job. Me and my two buddies, Blake and Chris, we went to the West Coast for the first time. We've never been there. L.A. Uh, yep, started in L.A. Uh, we rented something called a Juicy Van, which I'd recommend. It was pretty cool. It's uh, just like a, a big minivan thing. It was like a Dodge Caravan that they just kind of modify. And they modify in a way where you can put a bed in the center. Um, like They kind of take out seats and you can unfold. So there's a bed out there that can sleep too. There's like a penthouse bed that like literally accordion style cranks up on the top. You can sleep too there like a little kitchen in the back mm-hmm. um really cool thing and we took this kind of like a loop around western united states small loop but a loop we had a week and a half and we hit as many things as we could starting in like la went to san diego mm-hmm. um we stopped by vegas which is pretty fun um friends lost a lot of money i watched them lose oh money. really yeah they uh dude i see my, my buddies are huge gamblers and like I've seen them like lose like way too much money and you just, you're like, dude, fucking stop. Like, I, dude, I, I gambled. I sort of got, I never gamble, but I only gambled once mm-hmm. and it's an accident. Like <laughs> I'm being totally, hypocritical. put down $20, one, one, uh, 120. And then I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, I'm out. You don't have the addictive mentality, yeah. which is good. Some people you see it. Uh, Chris has never gambled before. Blake has. And I just kind of hop between the uh, the roulette table and the blackjack table. And first, they're doing great. They look happy. Roulette, and then, huh? Yeah, it's like, you know, Chris is on like a roulette street. He's looking great. He like put $20 in. He's got 100 now. He's like happy. And then I walk away and I just look at Blake. And Blake has the shittiest luck you'll ever see in a person. Um, shittiest luck? Just, oh, yeah. I just kind of see. I don't play blackjack ever because any game I'll play that's gambling is most likely poker because it's my opinion yeah yeah it's a lot more fun it's way more calculations in your um but blake's playing and he's having a good time losing money but i see it it's just like you know he's got like 20 and like the dealer hits 21 i'm like okay that'll happen and then that happens like two or three more times for like the five hands i'm sitting there i'm like oh oh this is this sucks dude that's the exact reason why i never gamble because i don't fuck with like the universe will fuck me nine times out of (laughs) ten So I'm like, hey man, you win, you win, and I'm not gonna gamble. Like I'm you got gonna... that one out of ten times though, so you're good. <laughs> no, never, see, do, never do it again. That, yeah, yeah, that's literally. I uh, didn't even know I won. The guy just handed me money, and I was like, you know, it was blackjack too, and I was like, he's like, yeah, you won, and I was like, oh, all right, okay, cool, bye. This is awesome. I didn't even tip him. I kind of feel bad. He's like, the people, I don't even know. Yeah, you're supposed to tip him like. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, it shows how much I gamble. I don't ever. I feel so guilty. No, I'm around people who love gambling and they fucking my one friend will win a thousand and he's like, All right, cool. Let's go back in the morning and then loses it and then laughs. And he know Will, that's you. Will, <laughs> shout out to Will. He loves gambling. Uh, my grandparents and my aunt, they love gambling, so Atlantic City would be like a go to vacation Dude, spot. Have you been to Atlantic City? 
Obviously, many everybody yeah, has. It's everybody like a has. go-to spot vacation because I chill on the boardwalk, the beach, do whatever. There's restaurants. Hey, listen, the there. beach and the boardwalk, I get it. But once I go into the casino, I I get depressed. It's all old, old people, people putting their social security into something that they're not gonna win. And I, it's heartbreaking. Does it not like break your heart, low key? But also fuck old people. But also, you know, you know. I see my grandma in there though, and like your grandma. My grandma, don't don't do the slot machines. It's like, no, no, Anthony. I remember that time that I I yeah, won the three thousand dollars and we got that free night. And I'm like, yeah. How much money have you put in since then? She's like, you shut your mouth. And I'm like, all right, all right <laughs> yeah, grandma, you can't. have fun. It's like Gra- an arcade for her. Have fun. Do whatever you want. Everybody's grandma's yeah. bitch at the end of the day. <laughs> so you can't. Hey, my hey, grandma, how much money did you put in? Go shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like so. Uh, they do that. What are they even talking about? I don't know. Oh yeah. So, so you were, oh, yeah, doing yeah. Trip. You're doing uh, a trip. Yeah. Uh, well, long story short, Chris loses all this money and he keeps on <laughs> pumping money. in. He's just like, no, no, man, let, let me just play. I'm on, a, I'm on a hot streak. I'm like, you just lost 12 times in a row. You just lost again. What hot streak are you on? Like a hot losing streak. That's got to turn around. That's soon, a, right? that's a great idea. I think I should go into like Vegas or something with the idea of like, Oh my God, I, let's see how much I can lose tonight. Yeah. That's, and maybe I'll win based yeah. on my luck. He never gambled before, and he came out of there convinced that he didn't have a gambling problem. So uh, it's good. Chris, don't gamble. Does he um, bet on? Does he bet on games or anything? Ah, uh, no, no okay. he does nothing like that. Hopefully, he never bets any time ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we kind of had the trip, and a lot of the trip, what we wanted to do, that was like the you know the sightseeing a little bit or doing the stereotypical touristy stuff. Not saying that the next thing is not stereotypical tourist, but we wanted to do uh, national parks. Okay. And that obviously involves a lot of hiking if you want to take the more fun route. And if I'm with my friends, Blake and Chris, Chris, D1 athlete, and Blake is just an animal that wills his body through stupid amounts of stuff. Just did a Spartan race. They both killed it, which is great. But yeah, very fit. They, they love doing active stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm hiking with these guys, and we're first stop is the Grand Canyon. And uh, we planned this trip a little bit kind of last minute. Um, I'll take fall for that because I don't expect them to plan anything. Um, and there were no available campsites at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. And that's like kind of the thing. You, you hike to the bottom of the Grand Canyon. You stay at this place called Phantom Ranch. Mm-hmm. Then you hike back up because it's a little strenuous and you don't want to do that in one day. You also don't want to be hiking at the wrong times. But uh, it's kind of like a little checklist I saw online, which is like uh, whatever you try to do, don't hike down the Grand Canyon and back up in the same day. Like, that's that's stupid. Don't do and it. And your friends are like, that's what we're going to do? All right. Good, good idea. Good idea. I like oh. that. I like that. I'm Whatever you lie. do, don't do this between these months and the summer because it's extremely hot. And I was like, oh, okay. Smack in the middle of the summer. Let's do this. Uh, and like, seriously, like, love God, just don't hike in the middle of the day, like or between 12, 1 o'clock when the sun's highest in the sky. And we're like, all right, we'll try to avoid that. Lo and behold, we're literally barreling down the Grand Canyon. Uh, Blake just likes to sprint down downhill. And oh, you guys were just like jogging. Uh, I didn't want to, but that's what it turned into. Like he was, he wanted to get down there as soon as possible. I think it's about a mile down. Um, and wow. I'm saying not a mile walking. It's like a mile elevation downwards. Um, and we do that in about like I don't know, a few hours, maybe. And we're down there, and I'm just, like, you know, literally napping at this Phantom Ranch. And our plan was, like, kind of sleep there for a little bit, chill, and then go back up once the sun is as low in the sky as possible. It's kind of, like, you know, 
colder out, mm-hmm. cold. It was 120, like 110 degrees at the bottom, I think. Um, so, yeah, nice, nice and chilly once it's like 95. But they wanted to get back up early as possible for some reason. So what time do we start hiking back up? 12 Middle, o'clock. There Ooh, you go. Yeah. That's exactly you go. when you Good should idea. go. Um, so we start hiking back up absolutely dying some park ranger comes by and sees us and they're just like i think they saw me because like you know like they're kind of hiking in the front they look like they're fine good and i'm just kind of like crawling in the back a little bit drenched in sweat and she's like she didn't want to say like slow down but she's like you know you guys can you take your time take a breather and blake's like no 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 we're good we're good it's fine i'm just like like, no 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 please please breather um and we're like just hiking up this a little bit slower and all of a sudden, all of our bodies just start collapsing. And all of you guys? Blake has the worst cramp in his life. He couldn't oh, get off really? the ground. We just had to roll him on his back and just stretch him out for a while. I, I think he just drank like a cup of water, hiking oh, down the Grand no. Canyon. It's oh, more than no. a cup, but he's he's an idiot in that way. He was just dying. I like I this was, guy though. I like <laughs> oh, the, yeah, yeah. That's the type of shit. It's like you're like, dude, I don't fucking need water. <laughs> and then he goes up. Water. Yeah. It's like I just will my that's body. That's a story, dude. Yeah. That guy made you a story. There you go. We're crawling up. He, we literally leave him, um, uh, like kind of like to stretch a little bit and just mm-hmm. relax. We're not like leaving him. We're just kind of like we're all chilling at that spot, um, but like let him rest. And he's just like, I can't take any more breaks. I have to just keep on going. If I slow down again, I'm gonna break. Like um, he's like, I can't cramp up again. So he just keeps on going, and I'm just I'm burnt out at this point. And it's for the last maybe two hours of the hike. It's like most hikes, you're you're hiking. Up initially and then you get the hike down afterwards it's a little nice it's kind of like this is, this is straight up you're just looking like you just look up at the top it's like oh i have to climb that that i'm, I'm in a ditch right now like i if i don't get out of here like that that's it no, is no, it like no, extremely slanted or? uh parts of it are yeah there's switchbacks that are really like heavy incline but it's nothing that's like too strenuous that you'll need to like climb like physically scramble up it's just mm-hmm. a lot and i think this is something that like was just completely foreign concept to me. I'm just like looking around the Grand Canyon. Like I hiked down this thing and I'm like mm-hmm. halfway back up it right now. And I'm just thinking back is like not even like maybe a year ago from this point, I couldn't even like stand up at certain points. Like it hurt to stand. And I'm just thinking about this and we're just getting so close. And like that was always kind of in the back of my mind is like, I'm doing this because I can and because I love doing this. This is just what I love to do, and I'm so happy to be back doing it. And Chris was with me. He was starting to get really burnt out, and we're just kind of almost crawling to the top towards the end. Like wow. Slow, like, little, like, maybe, like, walk for, like, 50 feet, take, like, a 10-minute break or something. Just, like, a maybe not 10-minute, like, two to five-minute break. We're just burnt out. We can see it's getting closer and closer. We get to like near the top and we see Blake waiting for us. And he's just like, he, I knew like, that's just kind of guy. He's like, we started this, we're going to end this together. And I'm crawling up like the last couple of steps, just trudging. We're all kind of like, you know, just, just making it through and getting to the top was like probably one of the greatest feelings I have ever had in my life. It was like something I never like just short period of time ago. Like I was just, probably in the worst position I've ever been in my life physically. I, I couldn't do anything. I thought, did you get filled with like endorphins at the top? 
you have no idea. So could you like run it an extra mile after that once no, you got? No, I collapsed. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay, I was gonna say there was, there was little kid like it was like hitting almost sunset time. And there were like kids and their family and just like kind of taking pictures of it. And I'm just like I'm just like crawling because like yeah the hike entrance is like right by like you know the nice mm-hmm. overlook, and I'm just like. I think, I think I like put like a Spotify song on the phone. It's kind of like, you know, just like walking up and just kind of enjoying myself. And I'm just literally like, just, just stand up, like look at like down what I just did and just absolutely greatest feeling I've ever felt borderline tears. I never thought I would be able to do that, let alone where I was. And I specifically remember it was like the first thing we did after that was, uh, I think, went to a steakhouse and devoured way too much food. And then the next thing I did was, I think I called up my dad and I told him that. And he literally was like, holy shit, you did it. And that, that, that was, he was like speechless. I was speechless. It was just the greatest feeling. Did you and puke after eating all that steak? No. I went so straight nice in. Did you, did you pass out immediately after you got to the top? No, I did not actually pass out, but I have never been that exhausted in my life. Did you sleep like like a baby? I was, oh, I was gonna okay. say it must have felt like it must have like the gods like just took your eyes and like shut them. It was just uh, just 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 go to bed now for like twelve hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, downside of this was this was literally the first day, mm-hmm. and we had like four more days of hiking after this. Oh and wow! Probably the most fun trip I have ever been on. I highly recommend it if you haven't done it. And it was just kind of, Blake was just in shock. He was one of the best friends I have. He's from school, my roommate. And he usually just, I can't believe you're doing this. Like, yeah, cause like he's, been wa- yeah. he's been watching you suffer. Literally. I was known as broken, <laughs> like the broken. Oh my God. And that was just such an amazing feeling to kind of like go from, I don't know, dark, deep, very sad spot. Never want to be in. And for anybody who has ever been in that spot, you can get out and you just kind of stay motivated and you just, you figure yourself out. Yeah. And inspirational, cool. inspirational. Yeah. Anth- Anthony. Anthony. It's still so weird here. Yeah. It. It's kind of weird for me too. Yeah. So I have some questions. Uh, what do you recommend? So do you stretch every day now? I stretch before I do kind of mobility exercises, what I call it. Um, so you don't have to stretch in the morning like you used to. I do a little bit. It's just not nearly as rigorous. Okay. It's stretching. Something I've kind of learned is uh, stretching is only like the first part to solving the problem is in my case, I had extremely tight, weak muscles. Those muscles I would just not use anymore. Okay. They would just like I, my body would just adjust in a way to just try to like ignore that support muscle. And it gets extremely tight and irritated if you ever do use it because it's so weak. Mm-hmm. You stretch it. And then once it's in that stretch, relaxed state, you then strengthen it back where it's supposed to be. That's the very simplified way of looking at it. But I didn't know that originally. And that's why I did aggressive stretching. And I kind of did need it because I was in a really like, like poor, pathetic, physical shape in terms of flexibility. But it's, it's, it's kind of evolved a little bit. I definitely don't do that kind of stretching anymore. It's okay. Um, Okay. And then, so just before workouts, I'm guessing, and what did, what do you feel like, what made you, like, what did you make stronger? Like, what did, do you know exactly what muscles you improved on? Yes. What uh, do you know what they, uh, probably, uh, the butt is 
something that is extremely key in my case with knee pain it's nothing surrounding your knee is actually supporting your knee bending correctly everything that comes for is your ass your ass and your hips oh really um, i have a horrible ass actually that's actually and i'm not even kidding and uh you just told me that you can like bench like 295 pounds and hell yeah you're supposed to support all that body weight yeah i know i know that's what i'm saying is my ass is not where it's supposed to be recommend getting that there but uh, so what exercises do you do for your butt your ass your uh, asshole it's as simple as literally just doing like a standing lunge you use your glute maximus and your glute medius which is like the muscle right in the side of your um i guess your hip area and yeah. that is what mostly supports the knee bending downwards if you flex it right now i guarantee your knee will move a little bit into the correct position and that along with your foot if your foot is caving inwards flat feet which is solvable that's just a muscle that is just yeah you say you have flat feet you can strengthen a muscle in your foot and it will greatly improve that. what would i have to do um uh, literally strengthen the muscle in your foot it's like it's hard to describe it but you keep your foot flat on the ground and it's kind of like trying to bring the part of like your foot where the big toe is scrunched back towards your heel. It's a very weird feeling. You're probably not going to be able to do it for a while. And it's going to just feel like you're clawing the ground, but you'll notice that there is a muscle there that actually works. And that's what's creates the arch in your foot. Okay. Um, it's things like that, that, uh, these tiny little things that people who are healthy will never notice at all. And I've asked this too, to people like I look at, exercising in a much different way because i will focus on form over everything and you will see somebody at the gym like that guy is gonna have a horrible problem. shoulder pain probably a year from now that looks absolutely oh terrible. dude let me know about the shoulder pains how do you know that how can you tell that uh how you orient your shoulder blades when you're doing exercises if you have your shoulder and what they kind of call it's more of anterior and posterior tilt just kind of saying like rolling your shoulders forward or rolling them back when I say rolling, I'm not just like saying like move your shoulder. It's engaging a muscle in your back that actually kind of pulls the shoulder into a, they call it like a scooped position. If you look at move view, great videos on it, but you hold it there and that's the strength position right there. That's where you can do certain movements with your arm and your shoulder blade is in a very strong position, engaging your lat and the other supportive muscles in your body. If you don't, you literally just have this joint that probably has the most freedom in your body just flailing around with in your case 295 pounds above you which is awesome congrats just don't fuck up your shoulder now my shoulders never never had an issue with my shoulders yeah. but i have not not like i'm saying like during lifting un, unless it was shoulder day so on shoulder day i fucking i did that overhead press like with the dumbbells right yeah i think it was like 70 pounds and I, the person who was spotting me wasn't paying attention. Went back. Ooh, yeah. Hyperextended? Yep. Yep. That's going to happen. And popped my shoulder out. You want to call him out real no, quick? No, no, no. <laughs> it's fine. But um, yeah. And I did that to both of my shoulders separate times. First time it happened, actually, it was just me. Second time was with a friend there. And um, I was like, this is, I'm never working out my shoulders with like dumbbell. I'm afraid of like dumbbells. Like, you shouldn't that's that's Why? all i use well really use dumbbells only um for overhead exercises things like that yeah it's um it 
I'm not going to pretend that I know a ton of information about this, but all I know is that stability is extremely important, mm-hmm. especially if you want to prevent pain. You have to be able to control your muscles, engage every single one individually. Um, and dumbbells give you that freedom that requires your body to have certain stability doing anything. If you do like dumbbell bench press, anything like that, holding a bar is a lot different of like kind of keeping that oriented than holding two separate yeah. In your case, probably something insane amount of weight above you. Then stop, yeah. stop sucking my teats. Um, no, I mean, I just, I just, the thing is, is I probably was weak. Or not, I was weak. It's like I try to push myself with those higher weights. And if I do, if my body like fail, like when I, once I'm like, I can't do it anymore, I'm at a, such a high risk with dumbbells. That's why I like doing Smith machines because I'm like, hey, when I give it my all, this is going to go right back into place. Like I'm not going to be fucking tearing hyperextending anything. I'd say probably just max out with that then. And then everything else do dumbbells. Yeah, but so just do regular workouts. To, hey, we all have different goals. Honestly, your friend spotting, you probably should have done something better. It's kind of the point of it, but um, yeah, it's, it's all di- different. Go- I, my goals for all of that have changed completely. I will never lift. I will still try to lift maximum weight in some so has your ass gotten bigger uh i think so or nice. stronger in ways yeah other things with the, the lower back that's completely all core i had um i thought it was like a abdominal tear or sprain at one point it was literally like you, you can like you can see the abdomen was like bruised in a certain way and i my stupid young mind whenever i was like 19 i think this happened was like or 18 i was like oh just work out without using your core and saying that now sounds like the stupidest thing ever. And I'm sure most people agree with that, but I stopped using it. And your core is the only thing that kind of holds your hips in the correct orientation. So you're not completely rounded or completely kind of like arched back, which is terrible. If you ever see anybody doing that, like powerlifting, um, you, if you're powerlifting, you should still not do that completely arch your back back and like, kind of like look like your butt's hanging out. Kind of like how girls pose in pictures. So, yeah, I actually did a workout. I did a workout, a tricep workout, where it forced me to arch my back a little too hard. Like, it was like a pushing down exercise. So, I had to arch my back so I wouldn't fall out of the fucking seat. Hmm. And it even has a small chair, like a small, um, I don't know what to call it, like the back part to to the... Something to support your back. Yeah. And I was like, this doesn't feel comfortable. And I told my friend, I was like, hey, man, I want to fucking stop doing this because... I, I fucking there's muscles in my back that I can feel that I don't want to be doing on an arm day. Um, it's all about support. The the core is important with that too. Mm-hmm. It's like if you are doing that, you engage the core muscles. Oh yeah, he says that. He says he says engage those, your... those lifting belts. I'm sure if you I don't know maybe you use it. Are they good? Use it. That the the entire point of that is that's just that's just a deep. It's supposed to basically helping your deep core muscles, holding your core together. Um, it's um transverse abdominis muscle which is like kind of the one that wraps all the way around your core it's just supposed to help that so if you're not engaging a core that's you're just relying on that piece of equipment and it's still not going to do well especially if you're doing heavy weight but yeah that's all it is just kind of be smart and know why you're doing something don't look at a new workout and just try to grab something and try it i think when i first started working out was with like it was me and neil like maybe like sophomore year in high school shout out to neil yeah, a shout out, shout out to Neil. We were <laughs> idiots. Uh, we would just go to the gym. I was like, we're, let's work out every part of our body right now. And we'll just like do anything. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, and like Neil would be like, yeah, my shoulder just keeps on pinching. But like, you know, he's, 
I got to, got to keep lifting or whatever. Like oh, do the bench no. press. And I'm like, and I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Oh, that sounds fun. You're, I can like hear your shoulders from like across the gym, but like, yeah, let's do it. And we were little idiots. And dude, I have a clicking in my knee that I made me stop. Well, first of all, I used to like run on treadmills. Mm-hmm. Like now it's just the ellipticals. Cause I'm like, I can't fucking treadmills. I get shin splints or I haven't got shin splints, but I just, my feet don't feel good after running on treadmills. You say that you have flat feet. Yeah. You're probably running without. But- I have keeping so, the correct arch in your foot. Yeah, that's probably yeah. what it is. I de- so I should you're telling me I should go to physical therapy for my flat feet? Um Are you recommending or, would you recommend it? Is what I'm I asking. I would one hundred percent recommend doing anything with a physical therapist, a good one. Mm-hmm. Um who encourages questions over any other kind of doctor. So go to a chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> Modern medicine I will never get another MRI again unless I they suspect I have some sort of disease. It's like you gotta also remember these these doctors are people. A lot of doctors are just in it for the money and for they're able to regurgitate. And for, I was talking about this with like, there's like a lot of people who get into things because they are capable of getting into it, but they also won't. They're not, if you're not passionate about something, you're not going to go into detail. Like uh, your, your physical therapist, right? That's what it, yeah. These guys, if they're able to answer your questions and they want to stay there, they're interested about the subject. The only times these things happen is when you're with your friends and when it's something about like, you know, like when you're talking about a subject that you're interested in. A lot of people, especially doctors, it's, you know. Yeah, some of them just want you out of there or they're just kind of doing it for paycheck. I'm just be smart about it, I guess. You, you can probably pick up on that. Don't just blindly trust a doctor. Like the thing that just kind of blew my mind was the, the first doctor I went to, which was like, Literally, he, like his title was like knee orthopedic specialist, sports yeah. injury specialist. Like that was his thing. All he did for his entire was give whatever out pills. medical school was just he ended up focusing on just a knee. Yeah, and that's the problem I had, and it blows my mind at this point thinking back that he did not even come close to correctly addressing the issue at all. And he just gave an MRI will not show that issue Dude, at all. That is terrifying and he just literally just kind of prescribes painkillers and i recommend not doing that ever yeah i will never go to a doctor for a muscular skeletal problem again ever i don't take advil because of how addictive i have an addictive personality the only reason why i didn't do it with gambling is because i hate losing money i hate losing money more than winning it so that's but like i was like whenever they're like oh yeah take advil i literally like right now i have a fucking headache that's yeah. killing me is it getting better i or refuse to take out of i don't know what it is man yet. this is this is the time that you probably should yeah probably yeah you know. or you know you're pushing through for this podcast for your listeners and yeah. not tainting your body because he cares about all of you Dude, that's terrifying that these people just oh it's terrible it's absolutely and terrible. it's like when you're someone who doesn't even know like let's say you didn't get a college oh let's say you were like commu- like uh whatever you had a major in like you're an engineer so you understand that everything has like a more complex uh, you know, everything is more complex than it seems. I feel like, do you understand this? I'm not going to talk up engineers in that way, but it's, uh, well, I mean, my buddy shit on them. So yeah, yeah. I gotta talk <laughs> up a bit. We're, pretty, we're pretty cool people. Yeah. yeah. Um, some of us, nope. uh, but yeah, do you agree with me on the, th- the fact that it's like more of just trying to think about why something happens and not just kind of accept like a blind solution. Exactly. But it's, the thing is, there's a lot of things where you, they just accept like th- some things you learn, they have to accept rules and stuff. And like, 
I would never, especially if when it's something that involves directly with me, I would never just blindly say, they would just tell me do this. I would be like, why am I doing this? And like, for what way? Some people aren't curious. A lot of people aren't curious. You got to remember that. That's bad. but I know it's bad, but I'm just saying this is a fact of, you know, and that's what I'm saying is these people, like, let's say I'm one of those people that I'm like, hey, oh, bro, like, I just need this gone. I need this pain gone. Um, I'll, I'll be like, for for example, remember that when I told you that I've, I've been there where I'm like desperate for something and I'll take anything just yeah. like you. I, I was trying to do weight loss shit. I did me. Uh, I did, um, just straight up, like not eating, like starving myself every single day. Worked like a charm, <laughs> worked like a charm Yeah. and like working out on top of that. And then my buddy, I'm not going to say his name, but he gave me steroids and it's so funny because it's called clembuterol mm -hmm. and everybody who's from my fraternity knows exactly this, but, uh, shout out bro. Um, he gave it to me and he's like, yeah, just take this and like put it in your mouth. Like first week, put in like a few drops second week, put in like six drops. And, and I was like, like the entire time you're like, yeah, yeah, sounds, yeah. And, like it, and I was like, what is this? And he said, he just said like, it's asthma medication. And I was like, and me being like uh, at the time I was like, Fuck it, I'll take it. Like I was like, is, is it actually asthma? It's medication? horse asthma med medication. It's just like it opens up for horse blood flow or something. Oh yeah, like, so it pumps you. It makes you you're able to run for days. That's what they say. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, I was taking this shit, and then I was explaining to my friends, Hyon and Mike. Actually, I was like, hey guys, like I'm on this thing. It's great, and I'm like losing weight. And then he's like, you're on steroids. <laughs> and then I explained, I'm like, no, no, no. So what you do is. You're on it for like two weeks and then you're off and it's like, yeah, that's a cycle. That's, that's called cycling. And I was like, oh, fuck. I wasn't even, I was so desperate. I was like, just oh, blindly yeah. accept whatever they gave to Cause you. I thought like steroids was something that you just do ev all the time. And then like, then I learned more about steroids after taking steroids. I was like, oh fuck. Like, what am I doing with my body? Went to my doctor and I was like, yeah, so I was taking clenbuterol. And then he's like, why the fuck are you taking that? And then my blood work was fucked up. So it actually does have extremely bad. I mean, uh, my medications. Yeah, it something with my um, thyroid, something with theatine. T T four. Do you know what that is? All right, whatever. <laughs> so this is hormone T four that um, regulates your 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 adrenal glands and your hypothalamus and things that you secrete your endocrine system, and because of this horse tranquilizer, my shit was fucked up, and I was like, oh fuck. I, th I have a problem, but then thank God a week later I got blood results again and I obviously stopped and, um, they were like, yeah, no, 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 you're fine. You're totally fine. All your blood, your blood levels seem like, uh, they evened out and I was like, oh, this is great. All right. So good. But uh, yeah, you're desperate. But, and yeah. I was like, I didn't even think about it to be like, what the fuck am I putting in my mouth? I'm like, all right, whatever this is. And it you was green liquid. Accepted it. it ah. was green liquid. And I was just, I was like, yeah. That sounds so. Did it come in like a container with a label on it, and like you can read yeah, this? Yeah, it said or it, it, like, it, like a Ziploc bag. And it actually like did, sharpied on it like little dosages. It did say on it that it's not like approved. Like I looked, I googled it like a week later, and I googled like the drug itself, not the particular one that I got. Mm -hmm. And I was, and it was like, yeah, it's not. It has, it hasn't been cleared for human consumption yet. Good. And You're I was good. like, no, 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 man. Like, nah, nah, I got this, the good this shit. Good. This I got the good. good shit. Yeah. My dealer, I mean, the pharmacist. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's fucking terrifying. Um, so, yeah, dude, you 
thank God you, uh, you know, fixed your... I didn't even know that this was happening to you. Yeah, I was going to say, not a lot of people, only probably college friends maybe knew about or like you know people that people, were directly around you probably yeah, were finding out about not it. something i i guess like to talk i was embarrassed i guess you were yeah it. i was yeah. gonna say you would be embarrassed you're like hey man I, i'm crippled yeah it was just depressing to say like whenever they would do anything i would just be like yeah i'm probably gonna sit that out like i would just be expected or just like yeah you know, did you like, have it on the times that uh you came to like our parties and stuff yeah it, it was it was progressively getting worse at that time oh but, really so when you passed out and was it you remember? <laughs> yeah, let's bring that back. Yeah. One party. So I at one of our fraternity parties, uh, aunt came and we. I remember it was the middle of the night and all I hear is, I think it was uh, Neil. Neil was like, "Dude, where's Aunt?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't fucking." Know. I was like, "I didn't even know he was like." I was like, "I knew he was here. I thought he was hanging out with you." Because I saw Neil, like, in the party, like, alone, and I was like, oh, I guess Ant, I just assumed that you were having a good time, and I was like, oh, fuck, maybe he's, you know, getting lucky with somebody. And then, yeah, yeah, lo and behold, (laughs) the next morning, and then Neil's, like, really, I think it was in the morning, right? Neil was, like, freaking out on me. He's like, I don't know where the fuck he is, and I was like, oh, fuck, did he, like, OD and, like, die? And, like, I thought you were at the hospital. I was like, oh, my God, he got caught by a cop. And um, they forced happen. him to go to the hospital. But I was like, why wouldn't he text us? And I was like, how drunk did he get? And I, I was probably, I was smashed that drunk. night. Uh, yeah. Damn, those so. stupid jello shots. I'll never have jello dude, again. Ru- dude, that, Rutgers is where you go to get fucking. That was to celebrate you were getting into the fraternity. So Neil was oh, making. Oh, And I helped shit. him. And I just remember we were walking over. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm making all these jello shots. It was like in these orange slices. Like, oh, okay, this is what a real college is like. So this is cool. Yeah. I was full and, of myself uh, that he day. He just has this half gallon milk container with like the rest of the jello in it. He's like, Oh yeah, that was the rest of the stuff that I just didn't make it. It's like three times as strong. We're just gonna pregame that. I was like, okay. Wow. Sounds fun. So he's like, Yeah, just just tell me finish this. And I'm like Yeah, just blindly accepting that. That was like, a yeah, good, sure. That was Rutgers, a, right? That was so a good night. That was a good night. Yeah, that was a bad night. Yeah, and then we find you. We find you finally in someone's car. You did not find me. I woke up. Yeah. Oh, I, you woke up. You yeah. woke up. Oh, my bad. I went outside. Nobody found you. The bathroom was I taken, Neil... so I went outside to just like you know, and just, just peed on a tree. I was like, whatever. I was like, yeah. This you is peed on house. the tree, dude. I peed outside more than I peed inside of the the house. I, I don't know there. why would you. I went to your uh, your New Year's, your New Year's party at your house. I was like, I think Neil told me people were just peeing in the bathtub. I'm oh like, I would fuck. Never... I, I sobered up and drove home. Like I'm not sleeping on this floor. That New Year's party was fun. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> you, you were an idiot. All right. Uh, but yeah, I'm like walking back, and I'm just like, I remember, like, I'm just kind of sleepy. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you Sorry. fucking. And then Neil was like, he found him, and it was so funny. We laughed so hard I at the idea of you passed out in your son's car, right? Yeah, just a random car that was unlocked. That's so funny. <laughs> um, I just remember I woke up. I was like, you know, like a little dazed at first. I just look at my phone. It's just like messages from Neil that uh, started out kind of like, you know, like genuinely concerned or like, oh, you know, where are you, bud? I haven't seen you in a while. Or like, you know, I hope you're, you know, hope you're having a good time. So it's like, dude, where are you? I got, uh, I'm starting to get concerned. It's like, then I was like, where the fuck are you I'm looking for you? <laughs> and he's like, I think the last one was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to bed. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. this is spanning from like, you know, like 9 p.m. to like, 4 a.m. and I'm just like ah shoot. There's yeah, like so after a certain calls. time, after a certain time, your well-being becomes less important than how hard, <laughs> how badly I need to sleep. That's what what happens at these fucking parties. Um, dude, I woke up. And I just 
just yeah. ran. I was like, I just got out of the car and just ran. I was like, where the hell is this dorm? That shit was fucking hilarious. And then the New Year's party was funny. I don't even want to talk about that. No, that was no. some good days. Some yeah, good, good fucking days. days. Dude, I, oh, God. And your girlfriend still likes you. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, she knows about everything. I've told her every single thing, and she's just like, I am so... I feel so sad for you that this is the t- type of person you had to be. Yeah. But I was like, low key. I was like, Hey man, I, I, a sad time. I, I felt cool. I felt cool. While I was doing That's it. That's important, right? Feeling yeah. cool. No, it's not. No, it's not. All right. So yeah. we should move on to, um, uh, manipulation tactics and a celebrity crush. Do you have a celebrity crush? Uh, yeah, I had an original one, but I learned that he was stolen mm-hmm. from me. Very disappointed about that. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so you could just do them. Honestly, do them because that was like like fifteen podcast episodes ago. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see who was paying attention. If you email to the Lost in Translation podcast at gmail dot com first, who actually said this, you will get a hundred dollar gift card from Matt. No, you won't. Right. No, email you now, straight please up won't. Email. You'll get um, a keeping full of nothing. With love. Um, with love. Yeah. So, celebrity crush. I originally wanted to say was uh, Mark Rober, who is. <laughs> Um, good old mechanical engineer <laughs> yeah. that uh, used to work at NASA and I guess just one day wanted to do his own thing and he started doing YouTube videos where he literally just comes up with like cool ideas almost like a Mythbusters but his own little spin on it and just tries to like I don't know create cool things test it out and have fun with it which is like literally the dream of like any kind of engineer growing up I'm sure like a lot of people, they just kind of see something like, oh, like, you know, you saw the, saw the first Iron Man movie. You see, like, Tony Stark just, like, come up with an idea, build something, and just start kind of running with it. It's like, you know, he just has an idea and just brings it into life. Now, and is Tony Stark a engineer? Yeah. What kind? Um, I guess mechanical. I don't know. Yeah. He built an engine. When he same, was like same. It. 10 years so old. So you're Tony Stark? Yeah. I am going to be Tony Stark. No, I'm not Tony Stark. This guy is basically Tony Stark. And it's not just the idea of, like... You know, he's an engineer and he builds cool stuff and it's awesome. It's more of he kind of knew exactly what he wanted to do and he somehow turned that interest into like YouTube basically entertainment. YouTube, he makes, I, I just learned about this guy recently. I didn't even recognize the name on the one of the earlier podcasts when somebody mentioned him. Yeah. But uh, a friend at work told me about him and I started looking him up. And he's like, yeah, these guys, YouTube is like how you make millions of dollars now and you just have to, you know, make cool videos and. For this many views, you get this much money. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Does he sell merchandise? What's up? Does he sell merchandise? Uh, That I don't know of. I haven't seen anything. But it's the ads that do it. Um, You just get this many views. You get ads on it. And I think for every... There was some number around 2,000 views, you get this much do- this much money. I don't think it's a lot. I think it's like every 1,000 views, you get a dollar. Yeah. Something and like that. But like then they, you, when you get like a million... Viral and he has like, you know, like a video of... Uh, what do you make? It was a... Uh, something to trap uh, package thieves. Mm-hmm. He built just kind of a something that looks like a regular like Amazon package. And when you open it up, it shoots out glitter and kind of like a, almost like a stink bomb effect. Mm-hmm. So, and people like steal the packages, open this up in their car and it's like, just kind of sprays the shit out of them. And then I think he put like cell phones in it to like GPS track it. And then Can they Google this? Was it? Can they Google this? Can you Google what? Like the the video. What's the video called? Oh yeah, look at Mark. Ro- it's probably his most popular video. Do you yeah. know what it's called? Mark Rober. No, no, no. What the video is called? The uh, package thief something. I don't know. Okay, okay. Yeah, right. you'll you'll find as soon as you type it in, that's probably gonna be the top video. Um, mm-hmm. and he just does cool things like that. And it's just kind of like 
I don't know. Actually, it probably is because he's just an engineer that builds cool stuff. It's like the dream that anybody would want to do. He has a family channel too, right? It's like kind of like family and. That's what you're telling me. Um, I don't know. I've never seen know. his. He just like yeah, he builds fun, stupid things too. It was like uh, what's like the world's biggest Nerf gun or super soaker or like snowball machine, just kind of like has fun. And then he builds like, kind of like really cool, challenging things. He like went on a TEDx. He just literally just smart guy. He can literally bring anything he wants, like any of this creativity in existence and just runs with it. And now he's extremely rich for it too. So good for him. Celebrity crush. I'm, I'm happy for the guy. Wish I could be like that. That's a, that's awesome. Well, you should make a YouTube video. Be like, oh, Anthony's solutions. <laughs> solutions. Check me out on YouTube. You'll see yeah. me soon. Um, what's yours mine I fucking how do you come up with these every week <laughs> honestly it's just I just I have like a whole catalog of people that I love and I try to like flip through that and pick people but I'm gonna be honest with you it's getting like less and less uh, like cause you back then I used to just focus on one person and then like move on to the next uh, and by this I mean like throughout my life but that takes like months. Yeah, I was gonna say now this to is get, probably getting a little diluted. You're like, ah, this guy is like kind of second rate, but I guess I got. Yeah, say that's him. exactly what's happening. It's like some guy He's sneezes. He's not that great, yeah. but I guess I'll make the podcast. Yeah, some guy like you know, like picks up, uh, you know, does something remotely impressive, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's you're good. Sure, he's in it now. Um, I think for this week I'll do, I fucking don't or Kelly. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And you know, I, I kind of want to just do a fuck you on, like, do, like, the reverse, like, a reverse celebrity crush where I'm like, this is someone I despise. And you're so happy that, and that you're not them. I mean, yeah, like, someone who I, 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 I look down upon. You know what? You know who I would? I'll, I'll do a celebrity crush. Whoever's running Costco, the company Costco, I fucking, I should just look it up right now. I'm not going to do that. That person deserves... A Nobel Peace Prize because they offer he his fucking Costco offers the best products. Kirkland, you know that brand, Kirkland. Yeah, Costco brand. Yeah, um, it's my trail mix brand. It's, it's your trail mix, really? You yeah, get, they're the Kirkland brand trail mix. Dude, guess what? That's probably like the best trail mix you could get out of any. You know, honestly, it's kind of shitty. I I get it because it's cheap and big. Go but, fuck yourself. Yeah. Don't talk about don't talk about Costco shit like that. They give you it's affordable. You get it for okay, okay. Oh, calm down. Oh, well, no, no, it, it tastes great. It's just it, there, there's better ones, you know. Like, Which one's better? I don't know. The there's probably more sugar in it, huh? And the uh, other ones? The ones with the little dark chocolate bits are so good. Love those things. So the the ones you're eating right now doesn't have dark chocolate bits in it. The Kirkland one does not. No, it's got little M and M's. So M and M's, not little M and M's. Um, it's like M and M's, peanuts, almonds, okay, raisins. It's like the, why are you shooting on Costco right now? It's like the most bare bone cheap stuff. Um, I like that. Great. Shit. No, it's great. I just like uh, every now and then, like I treat myself. I was like, I'm just gonna get the one with the dark chocolate in it. Little, little craisins, feel fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a. Go ahead. Sorry, please. Right. No, 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 it's great. Somebody crushed. It's All great right. when you were talking about fucking David Dobrik, some fucking nerd who makes videos on YouTube. Mark I didn't Robert. say shit. Mark. Da- yeah, all the same. I've been hearing David Dobrik a lot. Fuck that guy. Don't even know who he is. I don't. You got You're gonna find out because he's trending right now. Oh. And Mark Rober. I hope his fucking kids die, and I'm just kidding. I'm he's kidding. He's got one kid. He has one kid. Yeah, he's is got his nieces wife, and nephews. Is his but... wife attractive? Uh, I think they showed a video of her in the test. She's she's all right. Yeah, she's good. Fuck this guy. 
Yeah, fuck, fuck him. Fuck, no, I don't. I don't want. I don't like the fuck this guy. Support the guy. You support everybody. Yeah. On all your po- podcasts, support your celebrity. Crush. I have a fucking major headache. I don't even know why. God, my. Uh, I'm being very negative today. It's fine. All right. So Positivity. Costco guy. This guy is great. He offers gas at a reasonable prices. He offers food at reasonable prices. How does he offer gas? He also food? pays his employees very well. Um, it's it's literally. It's just like I think it's, like it's stupid low prices. I think he. I think it's just like buying products at very large quantities. What gas company doesn't do that though? I don't. Maybe some places. Do, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Because yeah, you see, they, they they're like packed. Like the Costco gas area is packed always. Yeah, because it's like marked down, like I don't know, twenty cents more than like which the is crazy. One. Yeah, I think they do it because um, I don't know. Maybe they have. You still have to be a member, so I guess they could do that too. Everything is. I mean, it's like a it's, it's like a hundred bucks a year. It's I like the same thing as Amazon. You have I don't know the size of their clientele. It's huge. Yeah, yeah no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that. That's what I'm saying. It's like so affordable. There, I would try doing. Sorry, I'm. I'm not. Gonna Who's an that. asshole? We're, Costco? Costco? I had to go and talk to the manager once. I was just trying to do shopping for my dad once, and I was like, "I'm not a member, but my dad is. I can show you the license. He, I have his credit card and license. Whatever you want to see." And they're like, "No, you can't do this." I'm like. Oh, just, no, they're I'm very, just trying they're to very buy strict on like that. paper towels and like it's just household stuff. I'm not trying to rob you. No, no, no they're very strict on that. Yeah. It's happening. I mean, they let me throw actually. <laughs> oh, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe you just got, you got out. it eventually. We spoke to a manager and got out of there. But yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, I literally. This was funny. It's the same thing happened to me. The lady was like, "I can't," and I was like, "Come on, please." <laughs> smile. And then she was like, "All right, fine. This is the last time." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you." Five times later. No, no, no. I after that, I was just like, I'm never going in there alone again. So I bring my, my lovely mother. And yeah, that's basically it. Manipulation tactics. What do you want to do for that? Uh, I don't know. You want you want to pitch one for me? I feel like you just got one. Here, I'll you? pitch you one. Yeah. Mm, let's see. Uh oh. Let's go back to your chiropractor thing. Let's think about something like that. What would you say to a chiropractor that says? What did you What did you say when he was like, "You have an, a sensitivity to peanuts"? I, in the nicest way possible, tried calling him out on what seemed like bullshit. How did you do it? Just like that makes no sense at all. I've been eating peanuts my entire life. I haven't noticed it before. What does the sensitivity problem. mean? Like, what does I, it mean? he didn't want to use strong terms. It was it was kind of obvious in that way. He's like, "You can't say allergies. It said sensitivity," and I'm like, "I clearly saw." Like he's like, "Oh, when you said you." You push down on my shoulder this way, and if it like gives in, that's the sensitivity. Okay. Like, I saw you literally just put your body weight into that one, like, like you just kind of like you know got over, push it down. The other ones you just like a little, a little, little tap to the side of my arm. It's like, oh look, your arm's staying. You can eat strawberries. And I like push that one down, and I just kind of told him, I was like, this, is this, is this really what you're recommending? You're recommending that I have a sensitivity to peanuts to solve my problem? And I would, I remember I asked him a question. You like try to get me out of there as quick as possible. Like pop, pop do this and then leave. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's been 10 minutes. I was waiting out there for like 45. Like, can you hold on for a second here? Would he cycle through patients very quickly? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was all that was out there was just a line of old ladies. And when I say old ladies, I mean like, like 70 was like the minimum age I saw. I felt very out of place. And I was like, ah, my life is going down the fucking shit. (laughs) Dude, that must be yeah, when you're surrounded. Have you ever been to like, let's say like you're 
you're like going to like purchase something or like let's say you're going for help and then everybody around you is like like significantly more different than you you are and then you're like i don't know if i should be here right now it's like it's like you try to like you know like maybe make some conversation and like the only conversation i can have is like oh yeah my grandson's that age or like yeah, yeah. he just did that i was like ah good for your grandson oh my God, that, that actually is here i can't even talk about it but never mind don't worry um so what uh, i don't know would you ever have the balls to be like, yo, this is bullshit? I, you know what I think you should do? I think you should go back there one last time. Just one last time. Like, now that you're, like, all fixed. Like preach it and to, just like, be everybody like, in there and just be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just be like, oh, dude, you're fucking full of shit. I, you, you appreciate Colts. I think he's running one. So, okay, you so, know what? You should take notes from that guy. He's you know, great. You know how he said those things? I think you should go back in there and lie back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when he goes... Oh, you're like sensitive to peanuts. You should be like, hey, by the way, I'm like a doctor already. Like, or just say like, oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm like a specialist in this. You're full of shit. I'm actually going to tell everybody here that you're doing malpractice. Pay me 50 grand to keep my mouth shut. But that, to be fair, that's blackmailing. And extortion. Yeah, but you could. You would never. You could reward it in this kind of way. If you, if you gave me $50,000, I might reconsider. (laughs) You know what I mean? So is this the manipulative tactics right now? You're. You're teaching me how to uh, swindle a doctor, <laughs> I mean, swindle, swindle a swindler out of fifty thousand. Yeah, I like. I think. It. I think. I think stealing from, or not stealing, but like, I think fucking over people who are bad people is okay. It's totally fine. Do you think anybody would actually ever go through with that, or it's all just an empty talk, just empty speech? What do you mean, me? The do this, or I'm gonna like you know pay me this much money, or I'll do this. Um, I, I think people. What do you mean? Do you think that like? I had a friend that encountered that situation mm-hmm. and I told him it was all bullshit and that he should probably leave it. It was, I don't want to give too many details cause he was, he was very embarrassed about it, but met somebody on a dating app. No. Yeah. Um, you got catfished? Uh, I'm going to say probably. Um, no, he almost did. Mm-hmm. His credit card was declined cause it was suspicious. Um, but it went to a video chat and they encouraged him to do something that was not quite. He took his penis out. I he didn't tell me anything. I have no idea. I'm not gonna talk. About then he took his details. penis out. All I know is that it goes to messages and it's be like, "You pay me this many, uh, it was like a few thousand dollars, or I'm gonna post it to." And like, I'm sure they looked him up on LinkedIn. It's like I'm gonna post it to this job. I'm gonna share it with all your friends. And they started saying friends' names. And he's like one of those people that like you know, I think try to get rid of his Facebook. So he's got like two friends on it, and. He's like, I'm going to tell these people. And he's like, oh, my God, how do you know all this information? He was literally just in shock. That's you know, genius. You think the, that you meet someone. Guys. He was actually looking. He was, like, really trying to date somebody. It was this like. Poor guy. It sounds yeah, like oh, a, I think it was, like, Cupid. Something. It was, like, one of those. Uh, one of your friends? Was it uh, Brian or whatever the fuck his name is? No. No, no, no. Oh, was it Chris? No, no. Was it Chris? It was Chris. Chris got fucked. First of all, his name was Brian. And no. No, this is, this is a friend <laughs> from work. No. Um, and it was absolutely awful. And I remember I was just telling him, I was like, this person is just trying to get you in a moment of weakness. And they, there is no shot that they will ever actually do any of that because I doubt they're smart enough to cover their tracks. And if they do do something in that sort of manner, and he already did tell the cops, the cops were like taking a report down. They are, it's not worth their trouble. They will just go for another one. They're going for quantity, not quality of like, Mm -hmm. A, a scam they're just gonna do this to another guy another guy another guy whatever it was felt that, terrible for that's him, crazy I was, like, I was like just saying i was like 
honestly, just don't even message the person. Or if you want to message the person, call them out on their bullshit. I probably wouldn't have the balls to do that. Just be like, fuck you, you're full of shit. I would just ignore them, and what are they going to do? It's like they get absolutely nothing out of it. It's not like they're like, oh, you know, do this or, you know. What if you record your yourself? Friends that I did what it. if you record yourself at the chiropractor? Oh my god, post that. Record yeah, record the conversation while he goes, "Oh, you have an allergic you have a sensitivity to peanuts." And you can sue him for malpractice of I don't know if that's malpractice though. I think it's just taking advantage of desperate people. Um That's some kind of there's a word for all, that. All the people in there, they they swore by him. It's like I don't want to say his name cuz you know, I'll ruin his practice. Who fucking cares? Yeah, uh, wait, wait, is like, the practice in our mm, is it around where we live? Yeah, yeah, it was where I went to school. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, they'll be, oh, he's so great, or, you know, he's so handsome, too. And I'm just like, this guy is taking advantage of all these old ladies. I told my grandma, I'm like, grandma, I never go to a chiropractor. They're just, just I don't care what their hands oh my God. So let's, do for I, your back. You could literally get this guy. You could fuck this guy. You could fuck this guy. I got, honestly... I, I figured I just hope that nobody else falls for it. Nobody else here. If you like chiropractors or if you're trying to be a chiropractor, you can do great things. Just just tell people the truth. <laughs> They're fucking scumbags. They're scams. All right. Um it, it helps in certain ways. I think that's the end for the podcast. Do you want to shout anyone out? No. No shout outs? No, they gotta they gotta work for it. Sure. Shout out for one person who is Loved by all. They're, they're, they're a great person. That's it. They, they, they know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, they love everyone, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I am your host, Matt Rahman. Um, shout out to Dan and Mike. Big Mike, actually, it's his birthday today. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday to Big Mike. But this podcast is coming out Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So no yeah, one's... we got we got an early one this time. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna like post this at twelve at night on Sunday. So basically it's Monday, Monday yeah. morning. And shout out to Dan. His birthday is like tomorrow, I think. And uh, think I'm gonna be doing something for that. So yeah, love you both. Somebody else's birthday. Oh, shout out to Zach. It's Zach, my one of my my. Uh, I, I almost said his last name. I was so close. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not not him. With, not him. I, it's just that I would always call him by his first and last name, too. The, no, you don't know him. This is a Zach from my fraternity. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? He had a, his birthday was on the third. Yeah. Shout out to you, bro. All right. Peace out, everyone. Bye-bye.